to the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. Oh boy. I am excited for this episode. Me too. We have been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, it kind of feels like like everything is just closing up like a ribbon. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's finishing up. Yeah, it's, we're uh, tying the bow. We're tying Speaking the of bow. a closing... Tomorrow we close on the house. We do. Uh, it's basically done. Yeah. We just don't have the physical key in our hands yet. Yes, tomorrow. We get it tomorrow. Safe to say we will be at our pool all weekend. Yes. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, man. All right. What a journey <laughs> this has been. Can't wait to talk about it. Um, if you missed our other podcast episode about the house hunting journey, mm-hmm. we did one uh, about a month ago. Yes. That was about... Putting offers in, finding this house, mm-hmm. putting an offer in, and getting accepted. Because that was a crazy journey and story in itself. We talked about that, the loan, budgeting, all, yeah, all talked, that type we of... We talked about what we were looking for in a house, mm-hmm. um, what we weren't, all that good stuff. Yeah. So we already did that. Been there, done that. Yeah. That's a great episode. And if you want the full story, I definitely recommend listening to that one. Then listening to this one. So we left off on the last one mm. that we got the offer. Right. And we've been wanting to... Every that time we got the offer? That we got accepted. No, that we got accepted. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, that sounds wrong. We got accepted. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just wanted to say really quickly, we've been ending like every episode uh, leading up to now, from, you know, yeah. from a month ago Giving to now. Giving little recaps. But we'll like, we'll say something about... The house, and then we'll say, like, no, 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 we can't, we can't. We, yeah, we, we can't, can't talk about it. We can't talk about it. So now uh, we could talk about it. Yes, I know. It feels like we've been holding a secret from all of you just because we're so open about everything. But this right. we, we couldn't really talk about because right. we're like, oh, is their realtor listening? Right. You know, we don't want to sway anything. We're in negotiations. Yep. Wouldn't have mattered, but uh, <laughs> we'll explain why in a sec. Okay, so. We we met some interesting characters along the way. Mm-hmm. Should we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. So we left off and we got accepted. You go. We went into escrow. Mm-hmm. Next step was the inspection. Yes. So a lot of people, I mean, it depends. Everybody's different when it comes to a house inspection. You can hire a lot of different types of inspectors. We hired a a general inspector. Mm -hmm. We hired a chimney inspector. And we also hired an inspector that inspects uh, mold and termites. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how that's the route we went. We could have hired a pool inspector. We almost did. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll talk about that that test that we did. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh nice, nice. Um, nice. so we almost hired a pool inspector, and we'll tell you why. So do you want to go? Take it away. I'll just say, long day, summed up in a sentence. It didn't go well. <laughs> the inspection did not go well. No, at all. And th- remember, this house was flipped. Right. So somebody, the person selling this house had re- less than a year ago purchased this house, mm-hmm. flipped it, mm-hmm. like, you know, added new floors, paint, blah, 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 and selling it, you know, like a flipped, newly remodeled house. Yeah. So when you walk inside, you would never imagine that this house has so many issues because no. it just looks nice. It's like our realtor was saying, like, he just put lipstick on it. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think that... I th- I think what she was saying was he put lipstick on a pig, but and that might not be what she was saying. I don't know. I In don't my know. memory, I don't remember that's what, the pig part, but she could have said that. 
lipstick on a pig. We got to. We have we to. We got to ask her. We, yeah. Speaking oh. of, let's take a second right now and talk about Gail Steinberg. Mm-hmm. Gail Steinberg. She was our hero through this. She was our leader. Yeah. She was our warrior in the battlefield. She is great. Yeah. She the whole time. I mean, she's like family. The whole time, we know. That she has our best interest. Oh, yeah. And she fought for us to the very end. She did. And um, she's amazing. We She actually made us feel like we were her only clients. She calls us and we call her at any time, mm-hmm. any like time of the day, texting. Um, it really feels like, I don't know, it's like, it, I never feel like we're bothering her. Like no, we call, no. she'll pick up within like a second. Yeah. And he's like, hey. Um, so she's amazing. Highly recommend her as a realtor. Yeah. We thought that we were her only clients because it really felt like that. I was so, shocked that she so, had other clients. So towards the end, How did we she have asked time for other clients. Yeah, she has like ten or more clients. And I was like, Wow. Wow. Yeah. I cannot believe it. I yeah. thought we were the only ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Gail, she's great. She's been doing this for over thirty years yeah. and she has children around our age. Mm-hmm. So you know, she understood and she really, she promised us in the beginning. This sounds like an ad. <laughs> she doesn't even know we're doing this. And um, this episode is brought to you by Gail Steinberg. <laughs> Hi, Gail, if you ever listen to this. Um, in the beginning, she said, I promise I'll hold your hand throughout the whole way. And she really has yeah. because this is new for us. And she knew. So she would explain all the contracts, yeah. paragraph by paragraph. Um, so I highly recommend. I mean, I know you guys listen from all over the world. So. Obviously, you guys can't all call Gail, but <laughs> I highly recommend you guys finding somebody that feels right, that you feel comfortable, yeah. that you don't feel hesitant when you need to call for an issue or that will go and talk to you through anything that you need help in because that's what you're going to need when you're buying a house. Yeah, that's a long great, process. Great, can I have a, <laughs> great. That's great advice. Um because we yeah. could not have done this without Gail. I know. No I can't imagine. Way. I can't imagine having a realtor where you call and they're like, "Hold on, one second. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, we're, yeah, we feel right. like we're bothering them. We or can't something. get a hold of them. Yeah. That that just never happens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. So go. Let's go back to that day. Yeah. So the inspection the, day. The inspector he huddles us up and uh, um, he basically walks through everything that is wrong with the house and mm-hmm. it was it was jarring. It yeah. was we were both like, "What the heck is going on we're here? Like, what?" Yeah, yeah, even he was like, I don't, he was, he looked shocked. He was yeah. like, you guys have got to try and get yeah. money for this stuff. Yeah. And and he was like, also, it looks like your pool might have a leak. Yeah. So I, I also want to share what the inspector told us about the pool because it could help one of you guys listening. So instead of hiring a pool inspector, he said, first do this, get a plastic, not glass, I learned, mm-hmm. um, because uh, glass can break and then you'll have glass in the pool and that would be miserable. Um, get a plastic cup or container, mm-hmm. like a clear container, and fill it up and put as much water inside of the plastic cup so it matches perfectly um, with the water in the pool, like the level. Right. So within two, three days, come back and look at that cup. If the water has gone down equally in the pool and in the cup, that means that it's just natural evaporation. If the water in your cup is still high and the pool is much lower, that means that there is a crack or a leak in the pool and you should hire an inspector. Genius. So we're like, whoa, that's great. So we we, are doing that. Yeah. So we we did that. We got a a plastic um, cup that we had. Mm -hmm. We filled it up. We put rocks at the bottom. Yeah, we put it on the first step. Mm-hmm, of the pool. Uh, first step of the pool. 
Um, and yeah, we went back the next day. I know I'm jumping ahead for a second. It's we'll, okay. We'll jump backwards. Okay. Um, we went. We, we no, we could, we can jump ahead because we don't get the report till. A couple oh yeah, days that's later. right. That's yeah. right. Um, so yeah, we went back and we checked, and the water was equally going down in the thing and in the, in the pool. So good to go. Yeah. So we're we were. That was a big. That was a, a victory that we we that was so big, needed. That was we a so big needed. relief because that would have been about fifteen thousand dollars to fix. So. Uh, Want to name some of the things that we that were wrong with the inspector yes. was like you guys need these are like not suggestions these are yeah. like you need to do these things yeah i just want to give a little background too of like every when we visited the pool yeah. that day that we had to put in the cup in the water like we were only supposed to do that but we spent so much longer they were like hanging yeah. around the backyard yeah. like laying out it was like <laughs> it was a just, great yeah it was I a know, great time to was, go hang out at the house i know and then every time we're like all right let's go back home yeah um Anyways, I just wanted to share that. So we get the inspection back, mm-hmm. and it's about 67 pages long. Mm-hmm. I wish I had it in front of me um, so I could read some of the things off to you, but I have some in my head. So it, the house needs a brand new roof. It needs a new AC. The mm-hmm. AC isn't really working. It isn't cool. Mm-hmm. It needs, uh, the chimney needs repairing. Both of them. Both of them. They mm-hmm. need about $6,000 worth of repair, mm-hmm. but... Um, we could get away with just doing like the basic necessities mm-hmm. of, of the chimney if we're not going to end up using it for right, a bit. Right. Um, it needs, it needed a gas else? shutoff valve for the emergency gas uh, shutoff valve. Yep. Exactly that yep. for the earthquake. That was like a big necessity. Uh, that was just in like a hazard. He ended up right. having to fix that. Right. He, he couldn't even back out of that one. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that, it, that this house needed mm-hmm. like i said 67 pages of like some outlets not working and like the the electricity what is it the called the panel. electricity panel looked like a disaster <laughs> yeah it looked scary yeah. it was a lot of things that we lot. we were not expecting the, the pool the, the pool's broken i mean there were some pool oh, pieces that were broken the pool pump, the pool it, pump. it needs a new pool pump yeah. too it needs a new pool pump so it needs like big things yeah um all in all, so so we ended up getting three different contractors to come and give us estimates. Mm-hmm. And two of them were recommended by Gail that she's known for a very long time. And one is another one that was recommended by a friend. And I actually already followed his contractor on social media because he's done work to people that I follow. So we had all three come out. We had different quotes from them. Mm-hmm. And we ended up picking the one that we connected with the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put together the report um, and submitted it to mm-hmm. the seller to see what he would take responsibility for. And what we got back was a notice to cancel. It was like he was saying, I'm not going to do any of that. And here's your chance to get out of the house. Yeah. So, and, so sorry. No, no. Just I go. just was going to add one little thing is that um, if I, I don't remember if we talked about this, but when we got the house and if you heard our last episode, you know this, it was very competitive. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of offers. There were, there, it was very tight. Um, and we, you know, got selected barely. Yeah. So people were very upset they didn't get the house. Right. So we know that. So we, so you know, the the seller has leverage to say, well, I'm not going to fix it. If you want to run, run. I got, I got other people over here mm-hmm. who want the house. So you know, we knew that, and I think the majority of people would have ran from it because there were there was so much wrong with the house. Yeah. But here's the thing. That's our house. <laughs> so we're not going anywhere. <laughs> that is our house. Yeah. The we, bones we of it. it. We love it. Everything about it. 
every other house that we saw, we would have to be trying to squeeze into and fit into something that didn't fit. Yeah. So the the other two houses that we put an offer in, they're way smaller than this house. And we already were thinking, okay, we're going to have to build an extra room. We're Mm going to have to build an extra bathroom. Right. So this house actually fits... Joey and I, our future child, a yeah. studio space for Joey, a yeah. studio space for me. Like it's it's a nice house, yeah. a great house. The backyard. Oh my, the backyard's the best one. Yeah. So I also wanted to say, coincidentally, this house is built by the same exact architect that yep. built the first house we put a bid on and the second house we put a bid on. Yeah. So we are obsessed with this architect. His name is Charles Dubois. Nice. And uh, he is known for his mid-century homes if you look him up and his houses were obsessed with the bones they're just they're something great i don't know layout. i love them i love them open very open yeah it's area. very open it's great and uh a lot of his homes are also in palm springs yeah. you can probably stay in them in yeah. charles dubois homes Definitely. like rent one out um so so yeah so all the houses ended up being the same exact architect mm-hmm. oh i also wanted to point out that if you're listening to this, I don't know, five years down the road, yeah. this is during COVID. So during COVID, <laughs> um, during this pandemic, it is a seller's market. There aren't that many people putting their houses for sale. So buyers are, there's a lot of buyers for one house. It's extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a house recently that our real estate agent was showing. It sold for $400,000 over the asking price. I mean, it's no, craziness out, out here right yeah, now. Yeah. So even though we had to pay way over the asking price and the seller isn't giving us any money for repairs, I still feel like we're getting a good deal um, because it is the Do biggest it. house. Say the, say the truth right here. <laughs> I'm ready for it. It is the biggest house. And? And it costs less than the other two houses. And? And what up? It was listed way under what it should have been listed. Yeah. Well, that's we, my, that's yeah. what helps me sleep at night. <laughs> that's, that's it. Truly. Yeah. I truly believe that this seller listed our house way too low. So yeah. you know what? The buddy thinks he's ripping us off. We're ripping you off, buddy. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, maybe he listed it low because he knew the house needed so many repairs and he was like, all right, well. Yeah, well, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> here, those are my, here are my two spin zones. Okay. My first spin is he listed it under price. Okay. My second one is this. We now, because we have to do all these replacements, we now get to truly make this house our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? Why no. can't you get on board with that? No, we do. We do get to make it our own. That's 100% correct. But, but, a, but a part of me, I just need to let you guys know that you're, if you're listening, we paid extra money for this house. <laughs> this house was recently sold less than a year ago and resold for $200,000 more because he did things like paint the floors, painting the outside or not paint the floors. I'm sorry. He, he redid the floors. He redid the floors. He painted the outside of the house. He um, painted the, the median in the house, this brick wall blue. And we're coming in here paying 200,000 more. And we're literally going to undo everything that he did. We are ripping out those new floors and putting another set of new floors. We're painting over the brand new paint. 
because it's a hideous color on the outside. And we're repainting the <laughs> brick wall the color it originally was. So We're getting double whammied. We, we so, are getting double whammied. I will say yeah. he redid the lawn. Like right. he, we That's we don't true. have real grass yeah. and I'm very happy about that. Okay, but you know, I know exactly what you're saying to put <laughs> to put it into uh, to perspective, the money that he used to do all of those things he could have put in to fix the house instead he didn't. So we're going to fix the house and redo <laughs> all the things that he did. <laughs> Insane. But you know what? That's our house. Yes. And I cannot wait to move in there. I know. Um I think that like so, oh, so we should we should do the walkthrough too, right? Yeah. So, uh, so sorry, I'm I'm getting pumped. <laughs> so we're getting. Speaking of getting pumped, we're so pumped that we started ordering things online. First of all, <laughs> first of all, there's like these ten commandments. Gail calls them. Yeah. Um, like ten rules that you're not supposed to do. Thou shalt not order anything yeah. to the house before closing. Well. Yeah, that's the very specific, but she said, <laughs> no, don't order things, period. Because while you're waiting for a loan, you don't want to like re get a new car right. or make any big purchases. Anyways. Or maybe that then the not ordering it to the new house is the second one. So maybe, that's two commandments in one no, act. I feel like she's going to add that commandment after us. Oh, probably. After, <laughs> after this situation. Probably. So, um, we started ordering these items to the house, even though it's not even our house, because they said that they were back ordered and we weren't going to get them right. until after our closing day. Yeah. So we're like, we oh, are, we are. so we're like, oh, great. So we'll get these later once we definitely close in the house. I don't know why, <laughs> but all of these brands, I don't know if it's like a, now I'm double thinking. Is this a selling technique for people to purchase oh. things quickly? I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, because it happened with everything it happened with everything so we get to the house with gail for the walk <laughs> for the walkthrough and there first of all now we know our neighborhood is very safe because right. there is literally like boxes of couch of chandelier so, of many, so boxes. many boxes in front of the house that have been sitting there for more than 24 hours nobody has gail taken was like, oh guys what did you do yeah she was just like uh you know like i told you you could have stored it at my house yeah, you know yeah, you yeah. can't it's not your house yet she said that she did say to us so many times don't order things to the house yeah and she, yeah she told before us before closing yeah she told us you know you right. can she even offered her garage so nice we didn't mean to i know so anyways we're so excited so funny so They're we so got funny. there and there's so many boxes and yeah. uh, we put it in the garage but it's fine it's fine so we're going to have some things done to the house. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, so we ended up with a contractor, the third contractor, the one that I had followed on social media and such a nice guy. And um, we are going to change the floors. It's such a... It was one of those things that was a little bit hard because we felt, well, these floors are new. Right. But we really didn't like them. Yeah. Even the, even the contractor was like, these floors are put, they, they put them in wrong. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um, we just decided we're going to do it because it would just be too much work to do it later. Yeah. Once we were already moved in. So yeah. like if we're going to do it in a couple months, might as well get it it's over the and right, do it. It's the right thing to do. And do it now. Yeah. So we're changing the floors. We are sanding the beams. Mm. So there's beams in the uh, 
dining and in the living room mm-hmm. or family room. And we're going to be sanding them because they were painted over with like this weird, like greenish brown color. And we want to restore like the beautiful wood grain. Mm-hmm. So we will be sanding them and we will be painting the ceiling white. Yep. Um, the bricks. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out what to do with the median. The me, the middle part of the house has this brick wall and we weren't sure if we were going to put a, uh, drywall mm-hmm. or if we're going to keep it brick, but mm-hmm. we decided to keep the, it brick just because it keeps the like authenticity and yeah. kind of just like the energy of the house of yeah. when it was first built yeah and then there's other projects that we're gonna have but you oh know my gosh <laughs> the kitchen the we're gonna kitchen, completely redo the, bathrooms, the kitchen those the are all gonna the be backyard it, it's all good i am so excited this is i am on cloud nine just because home renovations has mm. been my dream since i was a child mm. i would play the sims and create homes out of scratch and that's what i do with my artwork a lot of a lot of my backgrounds if it isn't our home now i make it up and it's so fun for me so this is really a deep passion of mine that i've never been able to feed because we've been renting our whole lives so finally i'll be able to work on all these projects Uh, you've been doing so good you're so so you are great at this you're great (laughs) at this and i you've got great taste and you're just you got this down thanks i'm so glad that you like we have like kind of the same taste i feel like yeah yeah because everything that i show you you really like that's great i love that (laughs) Um, all right we have a bunch of listener questions you want to get to them right now yeah let's do it okay what is something you wish you knew before buying the house that would make the hunt easier? I feel like I'm going to answer this in two ways. Okay. One, one thing that I wish I knew. Yeah. And another thing is one thing that I think that I can help others in case they didn't think of it. It's the best answer I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) So I love you. You're the best. And you're so sweet. Um, Oh my gosh. How are you a real person? Okay. So number one, I wish that I knew that buying a house is like, it's kind of like everything else in life where, well, not everybody believes in this, but I do. I think that everything happens for a reason. I'm one of those people. And I feel like whatever house is meant to be it's just meant to be Mm -hmm. and there's always going to be another house Mm -hmm. and there's i mean there's always going to be another house popping up on the market yeah so even right now where there weren't that many we still found other ones that we really loved yeah so i think that i wish that i knew before that i am going to be falling in love with multiple houses because i really did fall in love with the first one i even cried over not getting the, that was the only like low point in this whole thing yeah. for me yeah. was not getting that first not house. getting that first house was like where I felt sad yeah. and the rest was easy. I yeah. feel like, right, you know, right. like it was like, oh, there's some annoying things when he didn't want to pay. But at the end right. of the day, what do you do? You right, know? right, right, right. Um, no, so, I think that's great advice. Though, and, but I, and I will say everybody tells you that when you're going in, everyone says you kind of have to experience it. That's that's what I was going to say is everybody says to you, you're going to fall in love with it or, or you're, you, you know, whatever, whatever. If you don't get a house, it's meant to be. 
But you're right. You have to like experience what that's like to understand it completely. Yeah. It's totally different, right? Yeah. From like hearing it to experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because man, is. thank God we didn't get the other two houses. I know. I'm so happy. Thank God. All right. I what know. was the second? What was part two of your incredible so, answer? <laughs> so part two is um, I think that. Thankfully, the way that my brain works and the way that I was taught is always save money, always have backup money. Like, like I've always in my brain, my savings have savings. Like, you know, I always ha want to have a really big cushion so then I'm never feeling stressed. And if something comes our way, we're like, all right, fine, we'll just have to do it. But there's always like an amount of money that is untouchable that you don't want to go into because you want to have a safety net. Mm -hmm. um, and my advice for people buying a home is buy something below your means. So then you don't, you're not so stressed mm -hmm. and you have, you know, you're like, Oh man, we're going to have to spend this extra 30 or this extra 15. It, you're not trying to like scrape money from anywhere. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, maybe you can't afford, maybe you could afford an even bigger house or whatever, newer. But I think that mentally for your mental health and just to be more comfortable and happy, I think that it's good to go below what you can afford. And that's what we did. And um, that's why I feel like we weren't that stressed because right. we're like, all right, fine, we'll get a roof. Like, you know, right, right. Um, so that would be my advice. Right. Because there's going to be like... Just like in life, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come up. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure when we buy the house, within the first couple months, something might come up. Yeah. You hear it all the time. Right. You're like, oh, man, then the AC completely broke. Right, right. So that would be my advice. Love it. Perfect. Um, okay, you How about just, you? What? How about you? Exactly what you said. <laughs> the, the next question, uh, uh, you just answered it, but I'm just going to give you another chance to maybe add something if you want to. Okay. How did you work through the heartbreak of not getting a house? I'm going through it right now. So somebody just put an offer in, yeah. didn't get it. Yeah. And they were like you when you were crying on the bed with the covers pulled <laughs> over you. <laughs> what would you say to you laying in the bed with the covers pulled over you? With I would say just go ahead, cry. Yeah. Like you feel your feelings. Yeah, yeah, if this yeah. is Great. how you feel. Great. Um, be upset about it, but then you can't be upset about it all the time. You know, you have to live your life. So yeah. start looking again, get that over with, get it out of your system. And you're going to find another house and start visualizing what you really want and um, they're going to be more and just keep going and don't give up until you find the one that feels right for you. Yep. The amount of people that have also said to us that they too felt that, you know, that whatever house, house number one, house number two yeah. was their house that they didn't get. Yeah. You know, so many people told us that. So many people told and us And then that. they told us, oh yeah, but I'm so glad we didn't get it finally. We every got single person every has said single that. Person. And you know and what? now we're saying it. I know. And... I always wondered, are, are they just saying that to make themselves feel better? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I thought that too. I wondered. But like on paper, like we have proof that this house is better. Like yeah. it's way bigger. Yeah. It has a way better backyard. Like, you know, it has a way better drive to the house. So I think that one thing Joey and I said, we're like, we are not going to put an offer unless the house is better than the last yes definitely and that we're not is, gonna settle we're not gonna settle yeah. so i think that um that mindset will help you will help you feel better be like you know what why am i crying if for sure i am not going to settle for anything less than what i really loved 
best. You're the so, best. You're the best. What percentage of the list price did you put down as a payment? Uh, so we went with 30%. And um, I think 30% is just like a, a good amount to put down. The average is 20. We decided to go a little bit higher and we put down 30 just so our monthly payments wouldn't be as high. Um, so, yeah, actually, it ended up being more because we offered more. So it could have been like 30 to 40 percent. And then just a follow up. What percentage of purchase price is required as cash first to buy a home in the U.S.? It's very, very different in mm-hmm. different places in the U.S. California, California, New York, and Miami are kind of in their own worlds. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's very different in different places. I know in North Carolina, you can buy a house for, you know, you can put like 10% down. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh no, we have a friend that put, Five percent oh, down. That's right. Five percent down right. and bought a house. It varies, and I cannot give you a number because it really depends on where you live. Again, you answered this one, but just in case you want to add something, how did you determine a budget and stick to it? Like I've talked about this before, but I have a entrepreneur that gave me this piece of advice years ago that I always go by, and uh, it's save, keep in your savings six months worth of your bills Mm -hmm. and don't ever touch that. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm always thinking, subtracting that amount from exactly from the money that I have, my life savings. I am not touching six months worth of whatever the house would cost and like the bills. Right. And then the rest is money to spend on the house. Here we go. Did you already pick your future baby room? Uh, future baby room. Yes, we did. We have a future baby room, which is going to start off as a guest room Mm -hmm. because we're definitely going to have our family over. Mm -hmm. Um, and then eventually we'll turn it into a baby room. Did you have a contractor you were working with prior to buying your house? No, but we went, we, we we met with with three. Yeah. We met with three different ones and we really went more with like who we had a connection with. Uh, so yeah. How did you decide about the neighborhood? Did you check school districts' scores? We kind of talked about that actually in the last episode about the house. Yeah, we did. But I'll just quickly say, yeah, we Do checked it. the school. We checked the school district. We definitely cared more about elementary, but yeah. but who knows? Who in knows five long, years, right. in five years, what Joey and I talked about is. Before our first child ends up having to go to elementary school, we have to make the decision, are we going to stay in this house or Mm -hmm. are we going to move? Because we really want them to have the experience of staying in the school district from elementary school to high school, all the way through high school. Right. I never had that growing up, so I never really was able to kind of have um, like solid friendships from school because I switched from elementary school then i went to a whole different district for middle school whole different district for the other half of middle school and a whole different district for half of high school Mm. and a whole different state for the other half Mm. so as you can tell like graduations for me were not very special and like i didn't really have deep connections joey on the other hand they were it was like an amazing school experience yeah so i want that for our children um so the long answer to that is uh 
I mean, the short answer to that would be, yes, we checked and the schools are very, they're great if we want to stay in Mm -hmm. that neighborhood. People actually, we were told, um, we were told by the contractors that people move into this neighborhood just for the schools. Mm -hmm. So we're excited about that. But um, yeah, so the answer is yes, but we might move. How long were you looking? You've been looking at houses for 78 years. <laughs> um, I've been looking at houses since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. Um, I've been looking at houses for a very, very, very long time. I've had a vision board with the designs and the houses that I would like before we could even think of even affording a house. Um, ironically, I had this architect, Charles Dubois, on my vision board years ago and is i put that great is that wild i know i i didn't know it was charles dubois i had no idea i just right. liked it right and i put it on there yeah later on once we had already put an offer in for a house i'm re-looking at the vision board and i'm like whoa this is a charles dubois house yeah um so it's insane re- it's that really insane. crazy i know um if you don't believe in manifestation if you don't believe in visualization um you're just living proof of it though so um i don't know what to tell you but if you do i'm telling you it's amazing yeah uh oh how long were we like actually looking though we We started actually december because we we met gail right in december right 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 right. on my birthday yeah that's when we started to go to open houses and mm -hmm. and start to figure out what area we wanted to live december 2019 yep do you and joey agree on the same wants needs for a home same wants and needs mm-hmm. yeah yeah well you got you got I, I was gonna say like it's so wild to me how much we agree on everything yeah it feels like <laughs> it feels like we're the same person <laughs> let me tell you a story the other night joe <laughs> joey we always joke around that like sometimes I don't know. I'll see something on his, like, let's say I see an ingrown hair or something. And I just like, I don't even ask. Like it's my, I act like it's my own body. Like I just go for it. <laughs> and it's just like, we kind of forget we're two separate bodies. The other night is so funny. We're, we're sleeping and Joey like moves his foot. So my toenail scratched his foot. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, be careful. Sorry. I didn't mean to scratch you. He's like, no, no, no. I'm using your toenail. I now use your toenail. I needed to scratch this part of my foot. I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Anyway, this is so funny. Yes. We have the same, we have like, we have the same views on design on, things in life on morals on a lot of things i i am so thankful every single day that it ended up like this because just flows yeah agreed uh (laughs) did you manage to stay in the area you wished uh yeah so we had we had two areas that we absolutely loved we said we're either gonna go in this one Mm -hmm. or we're gonna go to this other one Mm -hmm. and yep we ended up in in one of the areas that we absolutely loved and we feel like if we if we're ever gonna move from this area, it would probably be to the other one. But I don't see us moving anywhere else. No, no. Yeah, those are like the two best ones. Did you use just Photoshop to plan out the changes in your new home? 
Yes, I use Photoshop. You're I, so good at it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, I guess we told this part. Never mind. What? I was going to say that the night we f- we saw this house online for the first time, oh, you yeah. stayed up all night Photoshopping the house. The house. Yeah. I We literally just, we saw that. Joey showed that me didn't the happen, house. That didn't happen with any, any other house that we saw. Yeah, that didn't happen with any other house. When we saw this house online that night, I was already in bed and I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. So I got up, went to their, our living room and I stayed up to like four o'clock in the mor- morning photoshopping what this house would look like. Another visualization thing. And now we bought the house and we're literally photoshopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're literally changing what I photoshopped. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. We're getting the cabinets yeah, yeah, yeah. and doing all that. Um, so yes, it's Photoshop. I will say if you're a first timer on Photoshop, it is kind of hard. I have training since college. Yeah, it's Photoshop. Did you guys hesitate when putting bids in houses or did you just like the house and jump right in? We definitely hesitated on the first house when it came to the counter offer. Yeah. We won the, it was a multiple bid house. Mm-hmm. We won the bid. Um, well, it was between us and another person and we stood our ground and Mm. we didn't offer anything else. Mm -hmm. The second one, when we countered, we hesitated and we decided not to counter more. The second house. Oh, the second house. So we hesitated both times with those, those two during the counter. We did. And then with this one, there was no hesitation. It was more of like, what are we going up to? Yeah. How high are we going? Yeah. Because that's our house. Yeah. We didn't hesitate. We we offered way over the asking price for, for the third one. We kind of also got a sense of the market because in the beginning, right, right. you were kind of worried. You're like, ah, I don't know. Are they are they serious? Like, you know, right. are they just messing with us? Right. Are they, is there really somebody else that's offering right, way yeah, more? Right, yeah. I was like, I, yeah, we were hearing that the other real estate agent is not a good guy. And I was thinking, I don't know if there's any other offers. I think they're just trying to, yeah. trying to shyst us. But uh, there were. There were other <laughs> offers, yep. And thank God there were. Yeah. Uh, and then the second house was a weird situation. It wasn't even a multiple bid thing. Nobody else bid for that house except us. We were, right. we were the only ones. And I know why. Because that house was not flipped. So the first house was flipped. So was the third, but the second house, which didn't have a lot of offers, there wasn't anything done to it. It needed a lot of work, but we did not mind because we're, you know, I would have loved to grab this third house before it was flipped. Oh, man. Oh, the things we would have done. We would have had so much money to 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 work with. I that. know. Anyways. Um, so what I was going to say is in the second house, we were the only ones, but they wanted more money. And then it was a weird situation in the second house. Then the seller changed her mind. This is woman that owned the house. She didn't even live in the house. She just would go and visit it and swim in the pool. <laughs> it was her country club. It was like just a house that she had. And then she changed her mind. She's like, I don't want to sell it anymore. So that was weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last question. Yep. Now that you are closing and moving into the house, what furniture are you honing in on? So, furniture. The backyard. So fun. Yeah, the backyard. Um, Dining table for the backyard. Yes, because we are going to be eating out there every single day. We have been cooped up in an apartment for five years without a backyard and... Also, because of COVID, we haven't been able to like eat outside at restaurants. So we are really going to soak in the backyard. Mm. 
Uh, so that's the furniture that we've been looking for the most. We already got the lounge chairs. We got the umbrella. Mm -hmm. We have a couch and a coffee table, but we still need the dining. It's actually very hard to find a great dining table for the backyard. The reviews aren't great mm -hmm. in a lot of places online. Um, one thing I did learn is if you're going to get anything that's wood, the number one wood for a backyard table is teak, T-E-A-K wood. Mm. Um, so there's that. So I've been looking at that. But there is a local furniture store that we drove past that mm. we're going to look at. Um, there's also brands that have reached out that have been great. Um, so we will see if we like anything from the brands that reached out, then maybe we'll do that. But we definitely don't want to settle with any of our furniture just mm. because I feel like in this home that we live in now, I did get a lot of the pieces, like even our dining table. I didn't get it because I absolutely loved it. I got it because it's, it's, it works and it's a good price. Right. But now I really want something that's going to last us a long time that we love the design. Yeah. Um, so we're really going to take our time with picking the furniture and, and all of that. I cannot wait. I know me too. I want to just say that if you are buying a house, which a lot of you guys are buying a house right now because I have talked to you on Instagram about it and you are feeling stressed or for a second you feel sad, you know, this is what I always think of. The reason I feel like I'm very stress-free is because as soon as I feel a little bit flustered about anything, I think, are you kidding? Like, how can you be flustered when you have the privilege to be able to purchase a house right now? There's so many years I've been saving up for this moment and we're able to like this. These aren't like, come on, yeah. like, you know, yeah. th these are like privilege issues. And yeah. like, you know, when people are so stressed about certain things like this is like, well, at least, you know, you can have a house over your head or right. at least, you know, we have a backyard. You know, I've lived in a 300 square foot place that didn't have an oven and the wall the window faced a brick wall mm -hmm. and like it was teeny and I was just happy to be there because I was so thankful so I feel like because I've experienced all of these things you know like I've been there's been times I've slept on the floor I didn't know if I was gonna have enough money for food for the next month and because I've experienced all of that now I can really feel like how can I dare to be stressed yeah. about anything? Yeah. You know, when, when you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we have a roof, if you have a roof over your head, if you have a phone, if you have your, if you have food, you are so blessed. Yeah. So, um, that's, I just wanted to, if, if you're going through any hard times right now, I feel like it's really nice to just like, kind of pull yourself out of it and and be thankful for what you have and the people around you and that's the most important part and that is why you are in fact <laughs> no. the best Stop well the best. freaking said well well freaking said let's go out on that note okay um thank you all so much thank you everybody we appreciate you all so much um and we'll see you next week yeah so see you next week and by next week we'll be ah! <laughs> bye everybody love you all have a great week. Bye, everyone.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.